Is it possible to ask too much of God? I think it's a question that we've all struggled with at some point in our lives. Is it possible to ask too much of God? And the simple answer is no. And the theme of our readings this week is persistence. We hear this in all three readings. The thing is, God never gets tired. We see in the first reading, Moses gets tired, right? We see that they have the battle with Ahimelech, and as long as Moses has his hands up, they're winning. But when he gets tired, he drops his hands, and then the enemy has the upper hand in the battle, right? This goes on all day. Can you imagine being Moses sitting there all day with your hands up? And yet he does it, but he needs help. Right? That's the key thing here. Moses needs help to keep his hands up. He can't do it by himself. Right? Neither could Moses defeat the enemy by himself, even with his hands up. One, he needs the help of God, because Israel is God's chosen people, but he also needs the help of his brothers. He needs the help of those who, while he's sitting, to hold his hands up, one on either side. Right? So nothing we ever do, even as persistent as we can be, we do by ourselves. We always have someone to help us. We have God and we also have church. We have a church family, those of you sitting in the pews today. You can look around you and the idea of church is that we have a family here that in everything we go through in life, we have someone who can help us. We have someone who rejoices with us when we're rejoicing. We have someone who mourns with us when we are also mourning, all right? But it takes persistence, all right? God never sleeps. He's always ready to help. And we hear this in the gospel, you know, will not God then secure the rights of his chosen ones who call out to him day and night? God doesn't give up on hearing us. It's usually we ourselves who give up asking. We get tired of asking things from God. And sometimes we wonder, like, you know, how much do I have to ask? You know, do I have to ask seven times or 70 times seven? You know, sometimes we hear Peter asking, how much should I forgive someone? Sometimes we could apply that same concept to our prayer. Is how much do I have to ask God of something before he grants it? Well, first of all, is that thing even with his will? That's the big question. If the answer is yes, then if he wills it, then, then keep having faith. Be persistent. If not then that's when we have the idea of serenity, to accept the things that we cannot change, all right? But we still have to be persistent. And so Jesus says, right at the beginning of the gospel reading, he wants to talk about the necessity for them to pray always without becoming weary. We are a church of persistent prayer. You think about the Mass, we have the same Mass you know, slightly different prayers between Sunday to Sunday, but for the most part, the Mass doesn't change. Those of you who go to daily Mass, you know, there's a persistence there. You keep coming to the Lord every day to hear the same Mass, but it's because you have a persistence in prayer. Think of prayers like the Rosary, you know, and, and we hear this all the time, and this is a scripture that always gets taken out of context, is to avoid vain repetition. All right, and this is why the reading from St. Paul today is so important when he's talking about the use and the profit of using Scripture in the faith for teaching, for refuting, for explaining the faith. All right, the Scriptures don't say any repetition should be avoided. It says vain repetition. The emphasis is on vain right there. 
All right? The rosary is not vain repetition. The liturgy of the hours that myself and Father Jacob pray is not vain repetition. It is repetition in a way, but it is not vain. The reason is because God honors persistence. He honors that. We, it's, it's us not being able to give up on ourselves. Right? He doesn't get tired. He wants us to bring these things. And we have this, this character here in the gospel reading, this dishonest judge. He honors persistence. If a dishonest man could honor persistence, how much more so does God honor persistence? A few days ago at Daily Mass, we had the reading of the guy who comes to his neighbor at 12 in the, uh, in the morning, he comes at midnight, knocks on the door and says, I have a friend who came in for a journey and I have nothing to feed him. Give me three loaves. Persistence. The gospel reading says the man honors his friend's request because of persistence. So if humans, if dishonest people can honor persistence, how much more so does God? All right, I think we've all had at some point in our lives a prayer intention. Maybe we still do for something in our lives that we keep asking God. All right, we keep saying, Lord, how, much, how many more times do I have to bring this to you? All right, we have to remember sometimes that we can't always see the inner workings of God. All right? Think of Moses. Think of the first reading. He's up there on the mountain watching this battle, but does Moses see every swing of the sword? Does he see every blow that is defended by a shield? Moses doesn't see all of this. Moses doesn't have to see all the details. All he knows is that he could see the big picture, and he sees that God is working to help them win this battle. It's the same with us. We don't always have to see the details. In many ways, God doesn't want us to have to see all the details. It's not always for us to know. All right? There are really two things in this world that we really start getting ourselves in trouble when we try to get more than what we need, and that's knowledge and power. And sometimes it's not for us to know all the inner workings of God's will. It's not for us to know how he's going to get somebody from point A to point B, but to have faith that he will. All right? You think of, of the disaster we had with the Hard Rock Hotel in New Orleans. We've all been seeing it on the news. It's on Facebook. I think today was supposed to be the uh, implosion of the cranes, right? It, was, it didn't happen today? They postponed it. Okay. Um, they postponed it. But you see what happens is that sometimes it's not for us to know. We don't normally have to watch somebody nail every nail in the structure. We don't have to watch them put every bolt or every weld. Most of the time we're able to have faith that something is going to hold like this. All right, but there's something that's very different between the hotel and God, is that God does not crumble. God does not fail. So while we as humans, our work is imperfect, our way of getting from point A to point B is, is certainly imperfect, God's way is not. And so it, just, it comes to us to have to keep asking, to come to prayer. And the scriptures, we bring uh, Paul back in, you know, to use scripture in that persistent prayer. And the church does this, you know. We have the same readings. We have a lectionary cycle that, you know, every, uh, every six years we hear the same readings over and over again. All right, in the Liturgy of the Hours. Me and Father Jacob pray the Liturgy of the Hours. We pray the same psalms every single week. And it's all scripture. Sometimes we don't have the words to, to really put into persistent prayer. We know what the intention is. We know what we want to get done. But sometimes we don't always have our own words to put there. And that's why the scripture is so important. This is why I love the Psalms. 
you ever just take the Psalms, take a few Psalms every day, maybe just like two or three, take a few a day, and read the Psalms. Between all 150 Psalms, we have just about every single emotion imaginable. Every single emotion. We have, you know, rejoicing, we have mourning, we have um, sickness, death, you know. Pray with the Psalms and, and be so familiar with them that you have your little bitty words, your, your phrases from the Psalms, that something happens and you're able to, rec- you can recall that verse. And that helps you get through it. That's what Paul means by being able to use Scripture, being so intimately familiar with it. And we hear one of the church fathers, St. Jerome, say, ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. So if we want to be intimate with Christ, we also have to be intimate with the Scripture and to use that as part of our persistent prayer. God doesn't get tired. He doesn't get tired of our nagging, all right? For us, it's not even nagging. He wants us to nag him, if we want to call it that. But he wants us to approach him with those things because he, want, he wants us to grow. He wants things to happen that will benefit our salvation. The thing is, we have to be patient, but we also have to be persistent.